I start with the premise that the function of leadership is to produce more leaders, not more followers. Ralph Nader. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the uh, Lightfoot Halfling Ranger. Hi, I'm Cherok. I try to avoid the heads of our village. My, my name is Tidius. Standing before you is a uh, seven-foot-tall centaur with a mane and a very strong upper body. It's time to go back to Wesloth with leaders and legacies. Joining us this week are Sanjay, yes, Sanjay, Justin, Chris, Rachel, George, Seth, and DM Dave himself, Dave Rockwell. We just reestablished that you guys are now all in a room that has uh, Cherik, other Kobold. Cleef uh, and Alesto. And Anton are in there. And you guys are kind of staring at them. They're staring at you. Right, because we teleported to the... To Petrasol. Yep. Um, Seth, I guess, you know, since you, you know, were the person that created the ritual for us, how does the, like, you know, like the door close behind you as, as uh, you all kind of settle eye contact on each other? So as everybody else passes through, the last thing that they see of the orc uh, grove would be Corrin kneeling in the center of the circle. And then it's almost like the circle kind of turns sideways and drops down on Corrin, pulling him through. Uh, so he's left kneeling in the center of what would be the circle in Petrosol. You hear kind of these mystical whispings of uh, energy resolving themselves and then fading out, um, yeah, leaving you all with silence. You're you know, making eye contact with each other. I, I believe maybe a word or two has been exchanged, like a, a greeting between Anton and Stanton, but maybe not. Who is making eye contact that is probably going to speak first? Anton, what are you doing here? Oh, same thing you are, Dad. Saving the world. Does your mother know you're here? Um, I left word with Randy and Max. They know I'm here. Doesn't mean they told your mother, though. What do you mean you're here to save the world like I am? Well, you know, you left on this great mission, you know, after the big attack with the, the creatures. And, well, they trained me to be a druid. And, yeah, you know, I've been enhancing my powers ever since. And, yeah, you know, I've built an army and I've come to help. There's all kinds of nasty things out by the gateway of the god. All right. Uh, army? Army of what? You name it, Dad. If it's dead, it's out there. Except for Grandma. I didn't see her. Well, okay. All right. Army of the dead? Well, some things are just undead. But, uh, yeah, there were you know, giants. Oh, yeah, there are some live giants. Uh, those were pretty cool. I got a stealth army hiding out there, so we should be just fine. Part of me is turning pale with the realization that my youngest son is now a necromancer, and part of me is turning bright red because I'm furious that he ran away from home, didn't listen to his mother, and told two of my lesser-able children he was leaving to go solve the world's problems. 
In their defense, Dad, they were asleep. You told them when you were asleep? Well, it's the only way I could get tacit approval. Yeah, these plans don't unfold themselves. And, you know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to, you know, expect positive results. Go back to this army of the dead for a second here. How did you raise an army of the undead? No, I didn't. That, that, that we're here to fight them. I have an army, and you know, but I cannot say out loud where and what it is because yeah, that would ruin absolutely their stealth surprise. But just know they're ready. When you say, Ed, bring your army, they're ready. Can I do an insight check to see how much crap he's full of? <laughs> uh, insight check. Insight check. Insight check. And I want advantage because he's my son. Yep, yep. So both, yeah, both of you can roll on that. Uh, I got a 16. 18. I don't think I'll need more advantage than that. Yeah, with with those rolls, you are absolutely certain he does have a lot of something out there waiting to help. You can see the honesty in his eyes. It's like he's making really good eye contact. Like, I've done it. I am super proud of this, but, you know, just wait. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to regroup and feel we're going on. Thank you. Uh, nonetheless, I'm still a little disappointed you ran away and effectively left your mom less than defenseless. She can take care of herself. Plus, she's got Randy, and he lists all nine of his brothers and sisters. And yeah, they all can help her, Dad. Yeah, and in fact, she wasn't even there anymore. She went to get Uncle, yeah, Uncle Trenton. She had to give him a, a message. We saw this army being formed, and you know, she knew that you know you guys were yeah, busy and distracted. So yeah, she thought being an emissary. She said she'd be back in three days, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't run away, Dad, so much as I walked away with my army. So we marched out. We, we marched away. When did when did your mother leave to go get up with the, go meet with Uncle Trenton again? Um, probably two days after you left. Okay, all right. Uh, just so I make sense of all this, you're saying that Uncle Trenton is two day and his army is two days away from where we are right now. Oh no, she was two days away from where he was. Two days travel. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if he listened to her because, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, uh, gender bias. Okay, um, we'll we'll get to that later. I'm trying to make sense of where we are in terms of our timing because we've been tied up in things. From our from game perspective, game perspective, how long now has it been since I left my homestead? Yeah, I'd say it's about two two full weeks. The army, the yeah, the area that the army is gathering in, you kind of were catching the edges of that approach when you came through the last time, which was why they were rounding up giants. All right, the army, the army of the undead, or his army? No, yeah, no, Anton's army is completely from your property, <laughs> and it's not sheep. Or goats. We'll get back to that later. Uh, I've met Sherrock. I, I, I rescued Sherrock at least once, if memory served correct, correct? Yeah, you, you did, yep. And in fact, Anton would probably be giving a lot of eye contact to him now that you're asking about what's out there. He knows, Dad, yeah, he was out there when I found him. I rescued them from, yeah, from certain death. I'm sure Sherrock is quite thankful for that. All right, so that being said, what's the next step? thought you would know. Well, to be fair, we've just teleported from one place to another. So one of the things that we're all trying to do is we're standing here talking to you, talking to Sherrock, is figure out where we are, when we are. To the Supreme Chancellor Sherrock, you know, can you fill my dad in on the local situation you know, that you were uh, out surveilling when I met you? 
So me and my uh, couple of scouts here, we were outside. We were taking a look at uh, checking on the army that's building outside our gates over here. Um, and uh, as Anton said, there's a bunch of undead and giants and a number of other creatures, multitude of them waiting to uh, come in. We do have uh we were able to build up uh an army of kobolds in here to uh help defend our village but it's a good thing you guys are back are your scouts eagle scouts i think they're kobold scouts <laughs> yes they are kobold scouts yeah well yeah they, they instead of a service project they dig in a mine uh, uh yeah i I, I think we figured this all out for now, but more than anything else, whether I whether I need an honor guard or more importantly, I think we need to know where we are and what we can do to rally to take the pressure off the off the other uh, of the grove. Cherik, what you would know to fill them in on is that about a week ago, an angel named Phyllis showed up and told Nandu to build an army of kobolds because their you know, enemies were coming and approaching. And that uh, you know the center of intrigue, I guess, would be the word for it. Um, it was was coming straight towards Petrahold, and you guys needed to be prepared. So, you know, Jord would hopefully reveal a path forward that uh, would allow the army to uh, be challenged appropriately. Um, and so you've spent the last week you know, bringing in kobolds from all around, and uh, some of them have used some of uh, Valinox's uh, you know, magical doors that to connect disparate spaces um and so there's a huge army waiting up in the temple itself a lot of them are yeah they've got their bedrolls out and yeah much like when you camp there it yeah it, it it's now full instead of yeah this big empty space of you know it's it's got you know hundreds if not thousands of kobolds waiting to 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 for something to happen you know and in fact the other thing that cherik you would know is that you know, you guys have had spies and protectors kind of out watching the gates. So far, that army has been focused solely on gaining control of and preventing access to the gateway to the gods. So they're kind of on both sides of it. Um, you guys, of course, have your ways in and out around the rocks. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, you know, something's happening that's, you know, affecting or centered on the gateway of the gods, you know, which is, you know, a yeah, a couple hundred feet above and you know, probably a quarter mile or more down the road um, from you know, where the Petrus Hold uh, entrance you all took before was. And that's the main entrance. Uh, Phyllis, uh, an angel named Phyllis is given and provided insight to, to the global people. Did somebody whisper in Anthony's ear or did he come up with this idea all by himself? Are you asking that out loud? I... I'm asking it loud enough that I'm realizing I'm, a, I'm sounding a little sane by asking it, but at this point... I was inspired to come. The yeah, evil kind of rears its head, and sometimes you have to step up to the challenge so that it does not destroy the things you love. Just a phrase he's heard me say to my family repeatedly growing up. Yeah, I've also heard you say that the uh, Swiss cheese, yeah, or the cheese with holes in it, is the best cheese. One of many good cheeses, but we'll have that conversation another time. Uh, all right, so you've been, because clearly you two have been, you've been inspired as well to bring your army here. And based upon the scouting reports, how close is the other army? Yeah, Cherokee, yeah, you can fill them in. You saw it all. 
Yeah, we uh, we have a passage that we can get uh, that uh, opens up really close to where the other army is built. Um, the or is is camping because uh, uh, I I was just out there uh, trying to listen in on some of their sh- uh, some of what they were talking about. Yep, they're up to something though, aren't they? Because you you guys were looking at somebody doing some planning, weren't you? Yes. That, that's what uh, uh, we saw. What looked like some leaders of uh, of the army um, it, trying to trying to figure out what their next steps were. Yeah, they looked like halflings to me, if I remember correctly. Halflings? Yeah. Assume they're here to fight, but they must have you know gotten into the the good guy zone. And I believe there was one that looked like he had um, a, a protective guard or something around him. Did they have any signets or anything like that? I don't know. It wasn't lunchtime. What's a signet? A symbol. Now, I don't know if they had any of that. Jarek, did you see anything? I know I saw them up pretty close. I don't know if I would remember if they... Uh... Maybe we should go look again. I think we have to. Was it a group of halflings or was it just a small cadre? What are we looking at? There's a few halflings, and like I said, there was one that looked like he was a bit more important than the others. Had a, had a, like a guard around him. Take a good look at me. And then, well, uh, you didn't, oh, excuse me, your scout's all, not, not, not you. So it's not going to, it won't answer my question. But he was with his scouts when they all saw them. He was. All right. Take a good look at me. Did one of those halflings look a lot like me? So, Cherik, if you'd like, uh, make a uh, make a uh, history check um, or perception, whichever you're better at. See how much you remember of what he looked like or they looked like it, because it could have been a female. 19. So, yeah, with the 19, you would, yeah, now that you're getting a much closer up look at Stanton, and then I guess having the juxtaposition with, you know, young Anton as well, yes, it, it looked, you know, vaguely familiar, not identical. It's not like a, there's a clone floating around out there you know, from your perspective. Well, um, what I'm starting to wonder is if maybe Trenton has wandered into the picture. And who's he fighting for? or against. Are you saying that out loud? Oh, I'm saying everything out loud. I, I will. Yeah. You think your brother's up to something? Yeah. I know he's in charge wherever he is, but yeah. Yeah. Isn't that just a glorified like farm manager? We could go into a long and complicated discussion here about the politics and why your uncle Trenton's in charge and everything else like this. It makes me wonder who uncle Trenton is really working for. So the boss gets to work for somebody? Is there always somebody one level up? There's always someone level, one level up, yes. So I can I can take a small party out if you want to come this close to where I saw the, uh, the other folks. Yeah, anybody who's like looking at Ant and you see his eyes go kind of wide with excitement. He's <laughs> like, I'm in. Part of, me, part, of me, part of me wants to go because I need to confirm what's going on with Trent. Part of me now needs to go because Ant is coming. Like I said, small party. <laughs> right, yeah, I need the proper supervision or you're going to have to talk to a social worker. So, you know, can I ask a question? You just did. 
Yeah, what's up with the centaur? I didn't know those were real. Hi, sir. I'm Anton. Hi, Anton. I'm Tidius. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, I'm a druid wizard general. That's pretty impressive. I'm a druid paladin. Although I'm not entirely sure I have any spells in the wizard class, but uh, yeah, I, because I can do magics, I fancy myself a wizard. I used to be a barbarian. I see. Would you like to learn some magic? Oh, I know some. Would you like to know some more? I think is what he's offering you. But oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Corin and uh, Thandor were helping me. And he kind of looks over. Hi, Thandor. Hello, Anton. Hi, Corin. Corin's just going to lean up against the wall and stay out of the way of everything for the moment. <laughs> You're still a little, still a little green there. Yeah, but I, I'll be green until the next short rest. Is he okay? Yeah, Corin looks a little off. Corin had a lot taken out by uh, performing the ritual that got us here. And for that, we are grateful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anton digs into his pocket, you know, kind of coast, coast, you know, really digging stuff out. And yeah, Corin, he walks over to you and offers you what looks to be like a homemade granola bar. Of course, it hasn't been wrapped in anything. It's just been in his pocket. <laughs> okay, let me just go ahead and do the constitution save to see if I throw up <laughs> on him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should be muted. Oh no, it's all good. Okay, so they were both 19, so he might be safe. I might miss him. Yeah, not throwing up was 15, so <laughs> um, you're, you're good. <laughs> Um, you know, are you going to take it, need it, or are you going to, uh, um, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Well, just, yeah, I've got it if you need it. And he slides it back in his pocket. Um, so yeah. Hey, Fandor, you were going to say something. How are you? Doing well. I've asked the centaur many questions, but he doesn't know much about his race. So don't waste your time. Does he know mermaids? I asked him the same question. He doesn't think he does. Yeah, well, yeah, you know about that mythological link between centaurs and mermaids. Yes, that's where I was going, but he doesn't seem to understand. Sometimes when you're a genius, people find it hard to understand you. And I'm just going to stand in the corner. Seth, you can, you can, you know, have have an inspiration point for, you know, almost vomiting. So at this point, you know, the, the room kind of goes a little silent, a little awkward because, you know, you're kind of all looking at Anton. Um, yeah, Fezzik, for some reason, people's eyes come over to you. Why yeah, Why is the attention now shifting to you? Because I'm over here drinking from my flask that's got darker than dark coffee, because that's what I need right now. <laughs> so I stare back at everybody else, and Corin is next to me, and I'm just like, do you want some? <laughs> you could probably use this, too. <laughs> Dude, I'm letting you have coffee. <laughs> yeah, I, I will give it a try. All right, yeah, roll another constitution saving throw based on your uh, uh, current condition. <laughs> 14. Doesn't turn your stomach, but, you know, it's like you get it down and, you know, you're stabilizing. It is an acquired taste. I, I hand it right back going, thanks, I'm good. That, that, that. This is the best stuff. <laughs> yeah, you do feel slightly more alert. Hey, Cherik, why don't you tell them what you were telling me before 
Yeah, they appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, so Cherik, you were telling me a thing about yeah, some awesome weapons that you guys had at your disposal. Something called a slingshot. Hey, hey Dave, would I know Cherik yet? Um, you would not, because you know Cherik, you're a sorcerer, right? And you know he's only loosely affiliated with the with the temple. Yeah, you know, he was just more assigned by the village to kind of, yeah, you know, be the liaison to the dragon that uh, you know actually was protecting this. Um, yeah, a particular temple. Yeah, be the first one eaten by the dragon, basically. Then, uh, considering the the treatment that I've been receiving from the party, I will uh, walk over and introduce myself. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Cherik, a centaur walks up to you, introduces himself. Uh, what's your reaction? Hi, you're tall. Why yes. How did you meet these guys? I I am uh, one of the druids of destiny, so I here to help them much to my chagrin but i'm nothing but beautiful so anton hearing this you know kind of raises his hand and kind of make sure he's in your view um tidious and i will ignore him (laughs) all right now i need i need dice for me now (laughs) see see how he reacts Okay, he's gonna he's gonna ignore it and just keep raising his hand. Yeah, he knows he has to be polite. You know, especially now that Dad's here. <laughs> and so yeah, he just kind of yeah, keeps his hand up in size. Yes, my, yes. my young um, friend. He, you said something about a druid of destiny. What are the requirements, and how quickly can I become one? there was this movie called One Crazy Summer. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure if this is a direct quote or a slight misquote of it, but one scene, a uh, character played by, uh, you know, SCTV's Joe Flattery, you know, tells um, the main character in the uh, story that uh, without a plan, there is no attack. And without attack, there is no victory. Without victory, there is no victory. While that, uh, you know, was intended to be funny, and one of the things that is very important that I have always kind of taken away from that moment is that without a plan, you don't get to reach any of the goals that you set out, whether it's um, a victory or not. Um, yeah, hopefully, it's a little bit more constructive than attacking someone, but it, it does point out the importance of a really good plan. And yeah, just in case you're looking for an 80s movie to watch, One Crazy Summer with Demi Moore and John Cusack and the great... Joe Flannery, um, yeah, wonderful movie, lots and lots of fun, um, and uh, yeah, it is one crazy summer. Now all the fun little bits, check the show notes down below to find out about our webpage, leadersandlegacies.com, our Patreon site where you can support us for as little as, I believe, $3, and you get rewards for doing so. Also, check out our Tee Public store, that's Tee Public slash Leaders and Legacies. Also, follow us on Twitter for all the latest and greatest. 
And one thing I did want to add this week is that if you're interested in actually playing some D&D with me, I'll be DMing a public game under the uh, handle Dave. And uh, that's Tuesday nights uh, starting October 4th. We'll be going into Dragon Heist, um, the Waterdeep Adventure by Wizards of the Coast. That's on startplaying.games. See the show notes below to find out how to sign up for that. We are not affiliated with Wizards of the Coast or the Boy Scouts of America, although we do highly recommend both organizations as your life will vastly improve with both of them in it. Our show art was created by Jenna Vincent. Our show logo was created by Catherine Evans. Additional art is licensed from Shutterstock.com. Music is licensed from Soundstripe.com. And never forget to remember... One of many good cheeses, but we'll have that conversation another time. I start with the premise that the function of leadership is to produce more leaders, not more followers. Ralph Nader. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger. Hi, I'm Cherok. I try to avoid the heads of our village. My, my name is Tidius. Standing before you is a uh, seven-foot-tall centaur with a mane and a very strong upper body. It's time to go back to Wesloth with Leaders and Legacies. Joining us this week are Sanjay. Yes, Sanjay. Justin. Chris. Rachel. George. Seth, and DM Dave himself, Dave Rockwell.